I'd like to welcome everybody into God's house tonight. It's sure a blessing to be back. I, I appreciate the, the Lord. He's mighty good to us. And, you know, for years you might go by and think, well, you know, it's just church time. It's no big deal. Just get a go. I mean, we might think that way. But I'm going to tell you what. It's uh, the times that we're living in cause us to reflect and think a little deeper and think about the blessings of God and what a blessing it is God lets us come to church, let the church meet. So uh, I'd announce this morning that if he could, that Brother D. Fusion is going to come by and be with us. And I, like I told you, he said, I don't know if time will permit and all the circumstances. He said, but if I can, I will. But he called me a little earlier. But I really hate it because I'm just i not going to be able to make it. And I understand. <laughs> and I know things happen like that. So we hate it. Uh, Brother D. wasn't able to make it. Well, we got some young men uh, from his crowd, I guess I can put it that way, uh, that did make it. And uh, we got uh, Nathan and Jeremiah and Will. And uh, we appreciate these young men coming. And they just blessed my heart. And, and uh, D. told me, he said, now, uh, he said, they might stop by. He said, I, I'm thinking they will. And so it just, I really, I got a blessing now thinking they might stop by. And uh, God laid on my heart even then. That's probably an hour and a half or two hours ago. God laid on my heart if they come by to ask Nathan to open up after a while. So I got Nathan back there in the foyer and I said, buddy, God played something on my heart. I said, uh, he wants me to ask you to open up. And I felt the Lord when I asked him and when he answered me. Uh, and he said, well, it's a great honor to be asked to open up here at Lima Church. He said, I sure do love you, and I love Lima Church. And he said, I'm willing to do my best. And so we pray for Nathan. And uh, I just really thank the Lord for him. Thank the Lord for all these young men. This is a, a nice row of young men right here sitting on the front. And I, I really appreciate every one of you. But I want to read a verse of Scripture, and then, then I'll have prayer, and then we'll turn over to the choir. <clears throat> and uh, the 55th chapter of the book of Isaiah reads like this. Ho, and you know, the word ho, I mean, that's an attention-getting word, like, hey, ho, you know, look here, listen. So it starts out that way. Ho, everyone that thirsteth, come ye to the waters. And he that hath no money, come ye, buy and eat, and come, buy wine and milk, without money, without price. And uh, boy, what a blessing it is that you're thirsty and you can come get water and without money and uh, you know Lord let me use a little bit of the scripture this morning about the Samaritan woman that ties right in with that uh, she got to live in water and uh, she didn't have to pay any money for it and so I'm, I'm glad that what I, what I got and what I have I'm glad it was free to me it cost something but my Lord and Savior paid the price and so I'm glad to be here tonight and uh, let's all stand we'll just have a moment of prayer Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, God, for letting us be here, and we thank you for all our visitors. God, we thank you for this day. Lord, you've been so good to us. And God, I, let, I appreciate you letting me feel your spirit this, tonight, God. And you've helped me so much in so many ways today uh, with so many things. And God, I praise you and I thank you. Thank you for letting us come to worship. Uh, God, we thank you for all our visitors. We ask you to help us to have a powerful Holy Spirit meeting tonight, Lord. And, God, we just ask you to just bless and speak to people's hearts. Lord, you know our heart, but I want to say it. I want to put it in words. Our greatest heart's desire tonight be to see somebody get saved by your marvelous grace. And, God, I just pray that you speak with your powerful Holy Spirit and call to somebody's heart and soul. 
And we'll praise you and thank you in Jesus' name. And amen. You may be seated. We're going to turn service over to Brother Taylor and the choir. Page 166. Thank you. 
page 171. 171. Thank you. 
while the choir comes down, I'm going to say just a word, and then I'm going to turn it over to Brother Nathan just a little bit. Uh, most of you probably know, uh, but in case some of you don't, uh, Brother Nathan, you know, I, I'd mentioned uh, Preacher D. Fuson was hoping to be with us tonight. I'd call him, and he was going to come if he was able. Nathan is uh, Preacher D. Fuson's son, and, and his mom, Sheila. And so well, I'm just proud of these boys and appreciate uh, uh, Nathan so much. But I'll take care of this part of it. After our prayer, I'm going to turn over to you, Nathan. But right now, I want to ask everybody to stand up. <clears throat> Who has an unspoken request? Amen. Well, I got a lot on my heart tonight, and I appreciate it. You know, from a worldly standpoint, if you've got some burdens, that's usually thought of as a bad thing. But from a godly standpoint, if you've got godly burdens, that's a good thing. That's, that's part of your connection to God, and that's part of the way you get your blessing. Okay, if you've got a, a spoken prayer request, go ahead and mention it. Say what's on your heart. Let's remember Bill Woods tomorrow. Amen. Please pray for Bill Woods. going to have very serious heart surgery in the morning. And, and pray for us uh, either later tonight or earlier in the morning. Uh, God willing, we're going to make connection with him probably through FaceTime and uh, talk and visit with, with them and have prayer with him. Uh, I'd called him back away asking about his surgery. After we talked, he called back and he said, Preacher, you think it, you could uh, have prayer for me right before I go to surgery? And I said, but I, God willing, I will. And he said, well, we, we can call, either do a phone call or FaceTime. And I said, yeah, man. And so that touched my heart. And so that's really pray for Bill. Uh, any others? <clears throat> I want us to pray for conviction tonight. I want, and what's that mean, preacher? I want the Holy Spirit of God to speak to somebody's heart that's lost and invite them to an altar of repentance. Uh, why do they call it conviction? Well, I believe that that's called that way because when the Holy Spirit convinced me that I was a sinner and I knew I was convicted already of my sins, that's what caused me to want to get saved. So, see, okay. Anything else before we pray? And I'll ask Brother Will to lead us. Lord, 
say it's good to be back at Lyman today, and uh, we we love this church and we love your pastor. He's he's been a good help to us along the way, and this church has been a a good lot to us along the way. Uh, but I, I enjoyed those choir songs that they sung, uh, and you know, as a boy, I'd heard them my whole life. I was raised in church. Uh, but it was until I got saved that I really knew what they were singing about, Terry. I, uh, now I, I know everything that they're singing about, and it's, it's a blessing to me. And uh, Earlier today, we got to go up to a baptizing, and boy, that's a, that's a good thing. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed that up there, but it took me back to the time when I got saved. Uh, Hunter, he, was, he wasn't much older than I was when I got saved there at Camp Terry. And, uh, I like to think about it like this a lot of times. Uh, in the Bible, they talked about a silver lot. It was a it was a highly sought out metal. Yeah. And uh, but they they called what they they took what they called a dross when they was refining that silver. Yeah. They'd scrape all those impurities off the top, Terry. They'd yeah. scrape all those off, and, and the refiner he he'd sit there and he'd do that until he looked down and he'd see the reflection of himself. Yeah. I'm so glad that when I was seven years old. Come on. I got what I needed. So when the Lord looks down, he sees the reflection of himself. Terry, there ain't nothing uh, good that I've done in my life. Uh, I, I'm so, I have made so many blunders that I, I wish I could take back, Terry. But I'm glad that when he looks down, he sees the reflection of himself because it's under the blood. But we don't, we don't want to uh, get in your way too much. We want to ask right now if somebody would have a song they feel like singing or anything they feel like doing. We just want you to follow your heart this evening. We we are burdened down. I came this way with a few burdens. I, I dreaded to stay and get home late, but I, I'm glad I'm here. Yeah. That's good, buddy. Anybody at all feel like singing? for that. Uh, does anybody else have a song in their heart they feel like singing? Anything they feel like doing? A testimony? If not, we'll turn it over to one of these preachers. I really, I really appreciate uh, Nathan opening up. Felt the Lord in him, and uh, glad that God let him share that uh, thought and the scriptures with us. And you just picture that. Uh, what makes a that makes a, a real point about the refiner? He knows the silver's okay when he can see his reflection. 
I like what Nathan said, when the Lord looked down, when he seen his reflection in me, he knew I was okay. Why? That's a real point, Nathan. I appreciate you sharing that and telling about your experience. Let me ask again. Uh, Nathan gave you opportunity, and I appreciate it. But uh, let me ask again. Somebody have a song on your heart? <clears throat> if you do, follow the Lord. Anybody? I don't want to take too long, but I want to give you plenty of time in case somebody's needing to sing. It's just kind of irrational with it. Follow the Lord. Let's pray for them while they come. Everybody mind the Lord tonight and listen.
I claim Jesus first of all. He will answer when I call. For I know that I'm a soul, the sunset free. And I am God's own child by birth, the highest honor on this earth. I claim Jesus first and that's enough for me. I claim Jesus first and that's enough for me. pray for us. We're thankful to be here tonight. And I, I really enjoyed the choir singing and I enjoyed Nate's testimony. I just enjoyed this service. I enjoyed being here this morning. I'm just thankful to be saved. Just pray for us. told them I'd given Jesus my all and I guess I really can't blame them for having their doubts for they only knew what I used to be and oh what a difference the Lord made in me what I got was real, and praise God I'm still serving Him now, forever changed, I'm forever changed, old things are brand new, and I tell you it's true. Forever change. 
17 and 18. You pray real earnestly. Revelations 3.17 says, Because thou sayest, and this is what the folks were saying about themselves, I am rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing. Listen to what he told them then. And knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. So get this focus in your mind. They, they said, well, we got it made. We don't need anything. We're doing good. But here's what Jesus said. He said, you don't know, don't realize the shape you're in. Let me read that again, what he said to them. Knowest not that thou art uh, wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked. Now, he, he told them about the problem. Nate, what I like about the Lord is uh, when there's a problem, he identifies it, but he doesn't just leave you hanging out there on a limb. He tells you how to solve the problem. Or he tells you how to let him solve the problem. That might be a better way to put it. But we got to do something. See, Jesus Christ died on the cross. He raised from the dead and he lives. Uh, he, he died with enough of his shed blood and enough of his power of the Holy Spirit to save every person that's ever lived. Well, why isn't everybody saved then, preacher? Because we've got to come to him. We've got to believe what he's done and repent of our sins. Uh, he doesn't force himself on anybody. 
Uh, but listen to what he told them. He said, I counsel you, or I counsel thee, to buy of me gold tried in the fire, that thou mayest be rich, and white raiment, that thou mayest be clothed, and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear, and anoint thine eyes with thy sight, that thou mayest see. And uh, boy, praise God. But now, I want you to think with me here. Uh, you think about somebody that's poor and wretched and blind and miserable. And uh, if they got some advice, uh, buy of me gold tried in the fire. Now that reminds me of what Nate's comment was. I thought uh, when he said those things, I thought, boy, if I have to preach, uh, that lines right up with what I need to preach about. Uh, because uh, gold tried in the fire, I'm telling you what, you talk about gold that's purified. Uh, I got some gold that's uh, purified. Uh, they claim pure gold 24 uh, carats, but just on a natural, it's just a natural thing. Uh, I've read some on gold, they call it 24 carat, but uh, the scientists will say, well, it might be 23.999%. They said, we have no way of actually making it uh, 100% absolutely pure gold. They might be a little speck of impurity in it anywhere, uh, somewhere there. But I want you to know the gold that's been tried in the fire that the Lord's got for us, uh, it's uh, 100% pure. Uh, and uh, well, But listen, uh, if a fellow was poor and wretched and blind naked, how's he going to buy uh, pure gold like that? Uh, you say, well, that just doesn't make any sense, preacher. I'm poor. How am I going to buy gold so I can be rich? Well, that's what I want to uh, preach a little bit about tonight. And uh, it ties in with what I uh, read back there in my opening up, uh, back there in the book of Isaiah. Ho, oh, everyone that thirsteth, uh, come to the waters, and you can come without money. I'm telling you what, uh, you, and it, I always think of it when I come on this scripture. Uh, we used to have an old deacon that's gone to heaven now. Uh, in the building in Albert Street, we had a bench set on the side. He always sat over there. His name's Vic Jordan, uh, Brother Dave Jordan's dad. Uh, I, in my mind, uh, I can picture uh, Vic standing over. He did this more than once, but I, I can picture one time Bill, him standing over and tears running down his face. Uh, he said, uh, talking about this same scripture, he said, I was poor one time and I needed the pure gold. Uh, he said, but how was I going to get it? Uh, he said, uh, Jesus Christ uh, gave me his faith for my purchasing power. Uh, you think about that. And, and I've told this story a time or two. Uh, maybe I, I need to tell it again. Uh, I told it just a while back, but uh, this is supposed to be a true story. Old country store uh, down in the hills. And uh, a mother uh, brought her two sons in uh, to the store. And uh, she barely had enough money to buy uh, flour and sugar. She told her boys, I said, uh, don't be asking for anything and don't, don't be trying to get one of those RC Colas. Uh, uh, boys, we don't have the money for the RC Cola. Uh, we can't afford it. And don't you ask uh, that man behind the counter uh, to give you one of them. Uh, it just wouldn't be right. Uh, uh, just uh, leave it alone. Well, while the mother was going out and getting her groceries and trying to figure out how to pay for it, uh, the man behind the counter come out there and he said, boys, uh, uh, would you like to have one of them RC Colas? And they said, no. He said, well, wouldn't you really like to have one? They said, yeah. They said, but we can't. Uh, and he said, why not? They said, well, we can't afford it. And, and they said, our mom told us uh, not to let you give us one. Uh, you can't give us one. Uh, uh, we, won't, we wouldn't be able. we get in trouble. Uh, and so uh, back then, uh, Nate and R.C. Cola just cost a nickel. Uh, just cost five cents. Well, the man went back behind the counter. And he come out. And he gave each of the boys a nickel. 
He said, uh, Mom didn't say I couldn't give you a nickel, did he? And no, he didn't say that. He said, okay, boys, now you've got your nickel, and, and I'll give you the nickel, and it's yours free and clear. Uh, you can do what you want to with it, uh, but if you'd like to have an RC Cola, uh, give me those nickels, and I'll give you your RC Cola. Uh, see, see the point in that? Uh, uh, listen to me. Uh, one time when I was lost, uh, I didn't have any way to buy the gold trout in the far, uh, uh, but Brad, uh, Jesus Christ, it come all the way from glory, uh, walked by the shores of Galilee, healed the sick and raised the dead and went to the cross and died for a wretch like me. Uh, he did that. Uh, it says in the book of Galatians, uh, by his faith we are justified. Uh, and so it's by the faith of Jesus Christ. Arnold Petrie explained that to me many years ago. I, I was talking about faith. He said, you know that's the faith of Jesus Christ. Uh, you didn't muster it up. Uh, you didn't uh, get it up some way or another, but it's the faith of Jesus Christ. Well, how do you get it? Well, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And, and so here's what happened. Uh, when God sends the gospel uh, and he knocks at your heart and he tells you about Jesus uh, that died, boy, pray, uh, somebody needs to get saved. And I'll tell you what, uh, you don't have to wait till I get through preaching to come to the altar either. You say, well, preacher, it's kind of typical. Uh, maybe after a while, uh, you'll ask for a song. You'll ask for us all to stand. And you'll invite us to come to the altar. Well, I want you to know we do that, and that's okay. Uh, that's the way the Lord leads a lot of times. But I'm telling you, if God's speaking to your heart, he's the one that makes the invitation anyway. You don't have to wait uh, for anything. I've seen people get saved before church started. I've seen them get saved after it was over. I've seen them get saved while the choir was singing. <clears throat> Listen, somebody needs to come tonight. And so he said, I counsel you uh, to buy me gold tried in the fire that thou mayest be rich. Uh, boy, I like this. Uh, get this again. That thou mayest be rich and that the shame of uh, thy, thy nakedness uh, need not appear. Uh, you can be clothed with white raiment. Uh, I didn't quote it right, but you can be clothed with white raiment. Now that's your nakedness. Uh, you don't have to be ashamed anymore. Once I was naked in the rags of my sin. Uh, but uh, uh, you say, well, you got to... A black suit on now, preacher. If you could see the real me, it wouldn't be a black suit, it'd be a white robe. Boy, I got my white robe on. Well, preacher, uh, you uh, told us before about when you was a little boy, your mom uh, kind of getting upset because you got everything dirty, everything I messed with, Vince, I got it dirty. Uh, I kind of aggravated mommy. Uh, well, praise God uh, what I got on uh, uh, tonight, Cooper, that I'm talking about a white robe. Uh, I can't get it dirty, uh, 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 Will, because the master takes care of it. He keeps it clean. He cleaned me up for time and eternity. Oh, but listen, I counsel you to buy me gold and try in the far tell me be rich and white raiment that the shame of your nakedness need not appear. Uh, let's look back for just a little bit. <coughs> back, <coughs> excuse me, sorry about that. Let's look back into the 55th chapter of the book of Isaiah. I read there to you <coughs> about coming to the water. Uh, he, said, he went on, verse two said, wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread? And uh, your labor for that which satisfieth not. Hearken diligently unto me, and eat ye that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. Uh, let's go on down to verse 6. Now, what uh, the old prophet, uh, back here, probably about 700 years before Jesus was born. Now, here's what he said Seek ye the Lord while he may be found, and call ye upon him while he's near. 
If you ever want to go to heaven, you're going to have to seek the Lord. God won't run you down and save you against your will. And that scripture, I mentioned it maybe tonight. I mentioned it this morning, I'm sure. For Jesus said, behold, I stand at the door and knock. Uh, if any man will hear me and open up to me, he said, I'll come in and sup with you and you with me. Uh, listen tonight. Salvation is at hand. Uh, John the Baptist, when he saw Jesus coming, I preached about this morning uh, down by the river of Jordan. He said, Behold the Lamb of God that taketh away the sin of the world. Praise God. Uh, when I got saved, uh, he washed away my sin, Jeremy. And I'm not such a good boy. I'm not perfect on the outside. But praise God, I'm perfect on the inside. I'm going to heaven because I've been washed in the blood of the Lamb. That's probably enough preaching to get your song ready. Somebody needs to get saved tonight. Somebody needs to get saved tonight. Let's all stand while we get a song ready. You can come. Jesus has paid the price and he gives you faith to use as your purchasing power. Let, let me say this before you sing. You don't have to be good enough. You don't have to be smart enough. You don't have to be righteous enough. You don't have to have a, a good enough family enough. You don't have to be enough of anything to get saved. You just have to be somebody that seeks the Lord and believes in Christ Jesus and wants Him as your Savior. Will you seek him tonight? Sing. You can go ahead and sing now. Somebody needs to come to Jesus. Would you come? Would you come? Would you come? Somebody needs Jesus. Please come. There's no need to stay lost. There's no need to be embarrassed about coming to the altar. There's no need to die and go to hell. No need. Please don't do that. Please don't die and go to hell. Please don't turn Jesus away. You know not that you're wretched, poor, blind, miserable. Until Jesus tells you. You know, there's a time in my life I thought I was okay. But the gospel showed me I was lost. It shocked me. Well, when I was on the way home from church, that Saturday or Sunday, whichever it was, God really stirred my heart. I asked my mommy, Mommy, was a preacher talking to me? She's quiet for a while, and she said, Honey, what do you think? Boy, that pierced me again. I knew it was to me. I would have liked for mommy to say, oh no, honey, you're a good boy. He wouldn't have been uh, talking to you. But I'm glad mommy was way too smart for that because that wouldn't have helped me. But what the preacher preached and God used mommy's comment to reinforce it. I knew I was lost and I was on the way to hell. Folks, hell's not a, a fairy tale. Hell's just as real as heaven is. I'm going to heaven and I'm glad. But there's some more folks I'd like to see go to. There's some folks I'm really burdened for, and some of them sure tonight. And there's some folks here tonight I've got some tremendously heavy burdens for. And some that I've had a burden for for a long time. 
I'm glad that God lets me carry that burden. He gives me strength to carry it. I heard one old preacher say one time, he said, I got so many burdens. He said, I thought about asking God to lighten my load. Then he, Taylor, then he said, God told him. He said, son, instead of asking me to lighten your load, won't you ask me to give you strength to carry your load? Well, it's what we need as a church. And I know people here has got some good heavy burdens, and I'm, I'm proud of you. I appreciate our church. But I want God to give me strength to bear my burdens. We need to carry our people in our prayers to Jesus. We can't make them get saved, and God won't make them get saved. But we can be a light to them, and God can speak to them. Let me ask you, reason with yourself a little bit. If I'm not saved, what would be my reasoning for not seeking the Lord when he's calling? And when I was being called by the Lord, Satan would say, that's not God. I'd feel it down inside and I'd feel, I'd tremble inside. And Satan still says, that's not God. But deep down inside, I knew it was God. And oh, I didn't want to go to hell. Two choices. Seek you the Lord while they may be found or die lost without him and go to a devil's hell that has fire and brimstone and the fire is not quenched and torment. Folks, that's real. Pray, church. Somebody here needs to get saved. I'll tell you what. Listen. Uh, the devil used this on me too. He said, oh, you go up there. You won't get nothing. I went more than once before I got satisfied. Most of my friends got saved on the way to the altar. Some of them, I heard some of my friends testify when they stepped out of the seat, where was that? When they took their first or second step, they got saved right there. Well, that's great. It took me a few times before I got to the right place. But I want you to know, I'm glad of every step I made and every time I come, and I'm glad I kept seeking him till I got him. Because that's my ticket to heaven. Please don't turn the Lord away and risk dying and going to hell. Sing us another song. You got anything you'll say, Nathan? The rest of you fellas can too. Or you fellas, don't matter. But God's here and he's calling. I feel him. I feel him calling. Please come. Please come. You can know him. If you don't know him, you can know him. Anybody got anything in your heart to say or do? If you got a testimony or a song to sing or a word to speak. Come on, buddy. Come on. I wanted to sing a song. 
Help him, Lord. I got a little over a five-hour drive home, and I, I can't rest him the whole way there. Bless him, Lord. Well, I thought the Lord might have something else for you there, and I didn't know what it was, but I'm glad you, glad you got back up. And I appreciate you, fellas. Now, listen. Listen to what Nathan says, and listen to this song we're going to sing. And please obey the Spirit of God. I live each day in victory. Yeah, man. Because of the one who's living in hey, me. Amen. I found every promise. Do you want that? If you have it, rejoice in it. If you don't have it, you can get it. Come, 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 come. Oh, we're all leaving. I know how I made it. Yeah! Praise God! I made it by Do you have it made? I'm sure by the burden I have, I believe there's some here tonight don't have it made. But you can have it made. Jesus, fix it. So all you got to do is come and believe and repent. That's your purchasing power. You can buy gold tried in the fire when you just exercise the faith of Jesus Christ and trust in him. Signs of the time reveal we don't have Please, Lord. very long. Hey, we don't have any promise. But each one who stands here on yeah, this shore, waving goodbyes, they rejoice. Lord, Come on, get in. God, will we fear singing? Yeah, man. Amen. Praise God. I know how I made it. Church, everybody, man, the Lord. I made it by grace. And since that our slower now are taken, each one by faith. Amen. Standing on Jordan's Yeah, man. I'll lift my trembling voice once more. I know how I made it. Please obey the Lord. Everybody, mind the Lord. Please, please come. Please come to Jesus. Come on. Listen. Yeah. Because of the one who's living Somebody needs to come to Jesus. Just take one step and head this way. God will help you. He'll get you here. 
That's right, Nate. Amen, buddy. That puts it right on the on the bullseye. That's it. Boy, I thank God for that song and those good words. I appreciate Nate and Will. Boy, I'm glad the Lord's passed by. I appreciate the, what I feel and what I felt tonight. I still believe God's calling somebody to come to all, but I, I don't have a pressure for asking another song. Uh, you know, it's your choice to tell God yes or no. But I left the church house a few times when I was lost that God called me and I didn't come. And I was alarmed at myself. And I'd say, why didn't I go? And always thoughts come through my mind. But really the, the reason I didn't go is because I chose not to go. When God's calling you, Satan's not big enough to keep you from coming to Jesus. When, when Jesus is calling you, the only reason you don't come to him is because you choose not to. But if you choose to come to him, nothing can block your road. Satan can't do it. He can't keep you from coming. Satan cannot keep anybody from getting saved. If Satan could keep people from being saved, we wouldn't have a church here. There wouldn't be any other saved. He can't keep you from getting saved, and I'll go a little farther. If you are saved, Satan's not big enough to keep you from living for the Lord. If you're not living for the Lord, same thing. You chose not to live for it. But you can choose to live for it. Boy, it's good to be here. Anybody got anything on your heart? Something to say before we come to close? Follow your heart. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, buddy. I think if I remember right there, there's six others that got saved. Wow, that's good, man. Yeah, come on. Amen. Right, that's true, buddy. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, that's good, Will. Well, I appreciate Will. That's a powerful testimony. Now, we can say amen and amen to that. That's good. Glad you followed your heart and said what's on your heart. Somebody else got something.
appreciate those words. Any more? Well, it's good to be here tonight. And uh, if you're here tonight and God spoke to you, I'm glad he spoke to you. If you didn't come to him, and I'm, I'm sad that you didn't come to him. But praise God that he's speaking. Praise God he's calling. And I like to make this clear. Even after you leave, if God's still speaking to you, uh, call on the Lord. I've known people that got saved at home. I've known people that got saved at work. I've known people that got saved right in the car down the road. Uh, now, God has to be dealing with you because I've told my experience. I, I, I said, no, I'm not going to all and let them people see me. I'm going to get saved by myself. I went out by the old apple tree and I couldn't get anywhere. That's because I was trying to do it my way and leave the Lord out. But I've told this and all of you know what? Blaine got saved in the backyard at home. We lived on Helen Avenue. So wherever God's calling, George Peace got saved at work running peace work. Anyway, wherever God's calling you, you can get saved. Even if after you leave service or night, if you're on your way home or riding down the road or whatever's going on, uh, if God's still stirring your heart, uh, you call on him and you can get saved. So good to be here tonight. Now, again, anything else on anybody's heart? Any announcements or anything? <clears throat> I've got a couple announcements to make. Of course, I'll remind our men that it's our, uh, this is the last Sunday night in the month, so we have our brotherhood meeting in the fellowship hall when the service is over in here. <clears throat> so remember that. And I uh, want to remind everybody again, we will not be having service Wednesday night. We canceled that because we're going to have service Thursday night for New Year's Eve service. Different than ever it's been that I know of here. Our New Year's Eve service is going to start at 6 o'clock. We're going to have one service, no refreshments, no late service. Uh, but, boy, I'm looking forward to that service. And God willing, Denny Hunter's going to be preaching for us. <clears throat> and so uh, tell everybody to come if you can, and uh, we'll be glad to have you. Now, <clears throat> I think probably I'll get our uh, deacons to go to the back like they do. Because and, and, uh, we've got such a good crowd, we ought to dismiss the way we've been doing it. Uh, uh, we've been dismissing, and we appreciate our deacons doing that for us. We've been dismissing from the back and a row at a time and letting people go out and uh, uh, that way keeps people from being in a, a great big group and uh, maybe it's safer for not catching COVID. Uh, we trust it is. That's why we do that and why we wear the masks and why we're not having a fellowship handshake and all those things. <clears throat> but aside from all that, boy, that doesn't keep God from moving because he's moved powerful here today and tonight. And so also there'll be offering plates back there. If you have offering, instead of taking up the offering in here, we just set them back there and whatever you want to put in it, you just toss it in it. And, uh, and again, once again, uh, men, if you can, hang around a few minutes and we'll meet in a fellowship hall and have a brotherhood meeting. I appreciate you young men for coming. Nate, Will, and Jeremiah, I appreciate you guys coming. It, boy, I'm telling you, <clears throat> I just don't know if I can tell you how much it means to me that you come. I appreciate you so much. Anything else? I'm just going to ask the Brent to pray this message.